This is the Your Dollars Making Sense podcast, brought to you by Jamie Blanton with Jacob Title, Bales Property Management and Home Building, SHH Mechanical, Boyle's Tax Service, and Cotton Home Inspections. Hey everybody, Richard Nice here with Your Dollars Making Sense. We believe that financial intelligence is the key to financial freedom. We appreciate you guys tuning in. If you're tuning in for the first time, thank you. If you're tuning in for the 20th time, thank you. Uh, you guys can check us out live on WKUL 92.1, or you can find us on Spotify. You can find us on iHeartRadio. I think we're up to about uh, 17 subscribers now, so we're, we're pr- pretty excited about it. Please subscribe. Please follow us. Uh, we've got a lot of good information we're putting out here. For your dollars making sense, we believe financial intelligence is the key to financial freedom. And I believe in helping good people get to a better place. My name is Richard Neese. I'm a local real estate broker here in North Alabama, business owner, um, ho- hopefully motivator. I hope, Hopefully I get you excited about the day and excited about life and business. You know, the reason we started this show was because people kept coming to me. People kept asking me, hey, Richard, I want to learn about investing. I want to learn about real estate investing. Can you teach me? Can we have lunch, breakfast, dinner? And what I kept seeing was people are looking for the same things. Uh, so I said, how about we put this out to the, the mass instead of one-on-one meetings? And so that's how we got started. It's been about a year now. I'm so thankful that WKUL allows us to come on and put our message out. I'm thankful for Ron Mosley Jr. for doing all that he does and putting us in different different uh, mediums. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, today I want to talk about something that's near and dear to my heart. Um, obviously, success, everybody wants to be successful uh, but anytime we start talking about action plans and plans and uh, backwards planning, I get pretty pumped about it. I get excited. Uh, I keep seeing young people, but really people in general, uh, that they they see this far off dream, this far off goal of I want to own a, a multi-million dollar business or I want to have 10 employees or I want to have financial freedom, whatever that is. And they see that as being unattainable. Well, what I'll tell you about that is it is everyone can be successful, but the first thing is you have to define what success is. Now, when I started in real estate about five years ago, I had an idea of what I thought was success and a plan of how I thought I could get there. And and I feel like I'm getting a lot closer to that, but that, that goal post keeps moving backwards. But early on, I really didn't know what I wanted exactly, but I knew I wanted something in this general area. You know, I had a goal I set that I was going to make. Uh, and this was in my mind. I was going to make $1,000 a day, uh, and, and I was going to push to a place where I had $100,000 in passive income. Uh, and we are we're very close to achieving that. I set that goal, and I said, I want to do that by the time I'm 40. Well, I'm 32. That was three years ago uh, or four years ago that we actually set that goal. So that, that tells you it's, it's, it's things are more attainable than you realize. You can make it happen. But what I didn't realize was how much how many hours I would put in. What I didn't realize was – uh, the the business model that I was creating wasn't a business model. It was solely based on how much work I put in on a daily basis. And so as I've learned, as I've grown, as I've talked to mentors, read books, done all these things, I realized that I don't have a business yet. So I've been working hard to make a business because a business you can step out of and it still functions. Right now, we are very, very close to doing that, uh, to being able to do that. But I, I couldn't for a long time. So I was just a high paid uh, self-employed person is what I was, a uh, high-paid S uh, in, in the, the cash flow quadrant. So what, the reason I'm saying that is it takes time, it takes planning. Uh, there's two there's two lessons in that. Sometimes um, you get what you, you wish for, you get what you ask for, 
and it's not exactly what you wanted. And the second lesson is it can change. The things can change that you're, you're looking for. So don't be so rigid, so hard on that. This is what I got to have. and This is what I'm going to do. It may not be what you want once you get to it. You, it, you see um, you see all these folks on Facebook, Instagram. You're seeing their best life li- live because of this or that. But you may not realize what they're having to do to make that happen. Or you may not realize that, that there's so much more involved in it that isn't good and isn't happy. Uh, so you've got you to be flexible with that. I know I'm kind of uh, spewing at the mouth here this morning. I get super excited about success stories, uh, but you really need to define what success is for you. If you want more time with your family, make sure that uh, the job that you get doesn't consume you so much that, yes, you make a lot of money, but you lose exactly what you're looking for. It may not be an income problem. It may be a spending problem. It may be a lifestyle problem. So defining success is so important on the front end. And like I said, it doesn't have to – it can be fluid. It can change. Um, success now for me looks a lot different than it did five years ago because I see that just because you make that money doesn't mean you keep that money. Or the stress, the hours, the headache that you have to put up with for that to get back to spending time with your family. What does success mean to you? Define success. So that is to me that's the most important thing uh, until the next most important thing. You need to define success, and then you start researching. You need to to talk to people in that field that are doing what you're doing. You need to find somebody or multiple groups of people uh, that you think are successful and learn from their mistakes. This isn't the first time somebody ever decided to do whatever you're doing. I promise you that it's or something very, very close to it. So find people that are already doing what you're doing. Research. I remember when I started in real estate, um, two years before that, I spent – uh, probably, I'd say three or four hours a day listening to podcasts, listening to YouTube videos, watching real estate agents, learning about investing, reading books. I mean, it was constant just to get to the point where I said, you know what? I can do this. I know I can. And that, that leads to the next step. So you got to define success. You've got to research and then you've got to execute. Now, what does execute mean? Does that mean you're going from zero to 200 uh, transactions in a year? No, but you've got to take a step forward. One step forward is progress. It's not a lot of progress, but it's progress. It's not moving backwards. If you get into a state of uh, analysis paralysis, you'll never move anywhere. You've got Sometimes it takes somebody pushing you. Sometimes it's, it's a traumatic event. Sometimes you just wake up and say, you know what? I deserve better. I want better for me, for my family, for my community, and do it. You've got to just do it. You've got to execute. You've got to move forward. And that's, that's the hardest step, I would say, for a lot of folks. Uh, because it's hard to change. Nobody likes change. I, I, I'm, I feel like I'm one of those people that I can adapt to change pretty well, pretty easily. And even me taking on new markets, looking at different schemes, changing my strategies. I know it's successful, but I can make it better by changing a little bit. It's hard for me. So I can imagine somebody who hasn't taken that first step, hasn't seen that success track run, hasn't been in that, on that path. So you've got to execute, even if it's something small. You know, Gary Vaynerchuk talks about um, make the, make those side hustle your main hustle. But you've got tons. If you're working an eight to five or if you're working shift work, whatever it is, I promise you, you have time to step into a role and do your side hustle for three, four, five, six hours a day. I promise you, because you don't need as much sleep as you think you do. Um, give, give the time to your boss that, that uh, you're supposed to be giving to him. And then after that, unless he, unless there's some sort of benefit, unless you want to be long-term with this company, uh, and they, they give you stock options or ownership options, you need to be making sure that you're doing what you want to do in life. That you got to be stepping towards that. It's not easy, 
But if it was easy, everybody would do it. So you've got to define success. You've got to research, learn, get around people that are doing what you do, what you want to do. You got to execute, execute. All three of those things are hard. So uh, Eric Thomas, I listen to him a lot. Eric's actually he's from uh, Detroit, I think it is. Uh, he's from uh, up north, and he came down actually to um, to go to school at Oakwood here in Huntsville. Um, and and I, I didn't know this. He worked at the Olive Garden. I may have seen this guy when I went in there to eat at the Olive Garden. Uh, I, you don't know. Eric Thomas is one of the best, the top-rated motivational speakers in the world. The guy is speaking for all sorts of major events, for Super Bowl, NBAs, I mean, everything. And this guy, what he does is he talks about how to become successful. He talks about how to take that next step. And he, he flat out says, you know, the people say the first step's the hardest. That's a lie. Every step is hard. I promise you that. You just get more accustomed. You get more um, used to taking those steps, to, to making that change. It's not easy, but you know where success lies. Success lies in action. So I'm coming up against my first break. Thank you guys so much for listening. Please, please, please follow us. Please check us out on iHeartRadio, Spotify. I'm, I'm super pumped about this. I, I've, I've been reinvigorated with everything that's been going on. I see so much negativity in the world, and I said, you know what? Somebody's got to step up. Lots of people have got to step up and create positive images, positive lights. Be the light, like I said last week. Be the light that you're looking for. If you're that light, other people will find you, and they'll be a light as well. How many people can we impact by doing just that? Uh, so like I said, we're coming up against a break. Please check us out. Uh, if you guys if you guys are looking to buy a home in North Alabama, our team would love to help you. You can call me at 256 721 I want to say thank you to all the sponsors out there. If you want to be a part of Your Dollars Making Sense, if you want to be a part of the movement we're trying to create, you can call me. You can hit me up on Facebook. I'm easy to find. I'm looking for people who want to help good people get to a better place. The more of those we have, the better off we'll be. Hey, everybody. Richard Nice here. Thank you so much for tuning into the second segment of your dollars making sense. We believe financial intelligence is the key to financial freedom. Uh, we've really been stuck on the starting your own business, achieving your success over the last month. Um, you can do it. Everyone can be successful, but you can never be successful if you don't even know what success looks like to you. What does that mean? Does that mean getting your degree? Does that mean graduating from high school? Does that mean getting your college degree, getting a master's? Does that mean starting a business? Does that mean being a good husband, a good father? What is that? Define success, research, take action. That's what we talked about in the first segment. Tune back in if you're, you can check it out on our Heart Radio. Thank you, WKUL, for allowing us to have this platform to talk to people, uh, to, to help good people get to a better place. So financial intelligence is important, but the best investment you can make is in yourself. Invest in yourself in a business. Invest in yourself in learning uh, a market, uh, learning about uh, investing in real estate, investing in uh, the stock market. There's tons of great resources out there. We live in one of the greatest times on earth as far as information goes. We have so much power at the, at, in the palm of our hand. So take advantage of that. You can lay in bed and learn a language. You can lay in bed and learn about stock markets or trades or real estate investing. Listen, learn, read, use that to your advantage. So that's something we're going to kind of roll into. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the corporate model. But every large business that's successful has kind of a fast track program. Uh, if you guys know what I'm talking about, then it's, it'll be much easier. But if you don't, I'm going to explain a little bit. 
they bring intelligent uh, guys, people with potential into these large companies. And what they do is they train them in several different fields. So they let them spend a year in accounting. They let them spend a year in production, a year in marketing. The reason they do that is because it takes more than one skill set to be successful. One skill set may get you a good living, but you've got to have more than one skill set to run a business. And that's just the hard truth. There's nothing wrong with being specialized in what you do, but just know that specialization uh, is a good way to get cut off too. If you're not necessarily a jack of all trades, but if you know business inside now, if you know a certain, um, let's say you're in the uh, in a university, if you know more than one subject, then you have a lot more value, a lot more flexibility overall. Now we need specialists and we need generalists, but if you want to run a business, especially a small business, if you're starting up a, a solopreneur, you've got to be able to do more than one thing. If not, look for partners that can help you in those weaknesses. So the, the corporate example that I'm talking about, they bring these guys in that they tap for leadership, for management overall. Uh, Ten years, they're going to be running the company, and, and they're fresh out of college right now. They want to train these guys up in all of it so they can see the big picture and tie it in together. What does that mean to you? How does that affect you? If you're uh, if you're looking at starting a business, if you're thinking about that long-term goal, what I would say to you is, you have to you have to lay the foundation, lay the foundation, whether it's uh, going to a business school to learn uh, the business ins and outs, whether it's uh, starting in a marketing department uh, and then taking a job in sales and then taking a job in management. It's frustrating to think that you can't go from point A to point Z in a year. Now, some people have done it. Um, I'm not going to tell you you can't be a millionaire in a year, multimillionaire, have a billion dollar company because it's happened. But even Jeff Bezos, even, any huge success that you look at, it didn't happen overnight. Those guys were building foundations, building connections for years, and they start their company, and they've got all these skill sets on the backside. How did they get those skill sets? They didn't come naturally. They learned them from somebody, from experience. So make sure that you're building your foundation. You have to add skills. So there's a, a rich dad, poor dad, Robert Kiyosaki, uh, gives an example of a lady that is an excellent reporter and an excellent writer, and she's interviewing Robert Kiyosaki. And so this this lady says, hey, I've just written a book. I want you to read it uh, and tell me what you think. The book is flawless, absolutely flawless, but it's not selling anything. Why? Because this this lady was an excellent writer. She had one skill set that she was so good at. So she asked, what can I do to make my book more successful? And and Robert wasn't he didn't mince mince words when he said this. He said, you need to add a skill. You need to learn how to sell. You need to learn how to sell your book, market your book or find somebody that can help you. But she was talking about for herself. So she looked at him and she was she was upset because a lot of times in the world of academia, um, selling is a dirty word. Selling is a low low end product, somebody that has to to get out and hustle and 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 make money as opposed to be learned and, and put systems and processes in place. Both skills are important. But what he said was you need to take a job at a marketing company for a year or two and then re-roll out your book, and then you'll know how to sell. You'll know how to market. You'll know how to push it out there. The lady's book never took off. And Robert Kiyosaki's book, if you've ever written or if you ever read it, it's it's not a well-written book in my opinion. It doesn't flow well. 
um, one of the things that he sees it's important, and I too, I do too as well, is that he puts in the small bite-sized stories. That's what people want to hear. But if you talk to somebody in the world of academia, they, they think that it has to be this this flowing long book that, that it all ties in. There's multiple points that and there's um, there's themes behind the uh, themes. And it's, it, it just overwhelms most people. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not the smartest guy. I'm not the best at literature. I don't see the, the, the small nuances in that. So how many people are like me and how many people are like the world of academia? You're not writing this book for you. If you were. Okay, great. You did it. You're not going to make any money off of it. So what is the end goal? I say all that to come back around and say she needed to add a skill. If she added one more skill, she would have been a multimillionaire and she would have taken what she loves and what she was great at and pushed it out to the masses because she stepped in and said, I need to become more valuable. Now, that's what Jim Rohn talks about all the time. R-O-H-M, Jim Rohn, not Jim Rohn is burning. He talks about becoming more valuable. You don't chase success, you become more valuable and success comes to you. So just take that in, into account. The Rich Dad, Poor Dad, is a, it's a good book. It's, it's a way to kind of transcend uh, our modern education system to look at a different angle. Is it right in every aspect? Absolutely not. Has Robert Kiyosaki made bad financial decisions? Yes, he has. But overall, it, it allows people to say there is another way to look at things. Financial intelligence. That's what he talks about all the time. You have to have financial intelligence. So that's important. So corporate example. These guys are getting trained up in all these different areas, getting different skills, learning how to manage, learning how to lead, learning how to be detail-oriented, all for the end goal. So what that means for you is you need to do that for your business as well. If I want to own a multi-million dollar company and I'm really, really good at marketing and sales, well, that's good. I'm going to have to manage people in that multi-million dollar company. So I can either do one of two things. I can learn how to manage or I can hire somebody to do that. Another example in Robert Kiyosaki's book, uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, is he actually joins the military because the military teaches him how to lead men. So he, he serves for several years, um, and that's where he learns his leadership, uh, his, his uh, command presence. And so he's building up a resume, a foundation in order to succeed long term. Uh, and if you want to do things on a grand scale, you're going to have to have more than one skill. So we're coming up against the second break. I hope you guys are enjoying the show today. You've got to become more valuable. You have to learn other skill sets or find people that can help you with that. Uh, and that's an expensive price to pay if you don't want to learn it. Uh, so, some of us aren't capable of things. You know, you aren't capable of being the best at something. And that's OK. Find good people to put around you. But especially if you're a young person, you've got plenty of time to get in these jobs and learn what you're good at, build on what you're not good at. So please do that uh, so you can become that successful leader, that successful business owner, whatever you want to be. You've got to build a foundation around that. And it starts by planning it out right now, researching and executing. So make sure you guys tune in on the other side. We'll have the last segment. Hey everybody, Richard Neese here. Welcome back to Your Dollars Making Sense. I believe in helping good people get to a better place. And I also believe financial intelligence is the key to financial freedom. What does financial freedom look like to you? What does that mean? Does it mean having a house, uh, a small house, and being debt-free by the time you're 30 or 25? It can happen. You can do that. Uh, does it mean having 15 uh, rental houses or 15 uh, vacation homes throughout the United States? It can happen too. There's a different 
there's a different plan in place for all of that, though. So you've got to look at what you want to do long term, define what success is, research and start executing towards that. So the last segment we talked about adding skills, uh, taking jobs to put you in or positions to put you in a place where you build yourself up. You are a story and, and each chapter is building on to the end. What does the end of your story look like? What is the legacy that you're going to leave? That's what I want to put on you today to think about. Uh, like I said, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Please check us out on Spotify, iHeartRadio. We want to build our audience. We want to reach more people. The things I'm talking about today could affect somebody uh, in your family. They could be looking for that little bit of knowledge that pushed them in the right direction. I have conversations weekly, daily sometimes about folks wanting to start their own business, about folks wanting to uh, have real estate, build real estate, build wealth. What should they do? Sometimes it just takes honesty and a nudge. That's what it takes. So I hope you guys are enjoying the last two segments. The last segment, I want to talk about something that's pretty important to me, um, and it's take the mentor over the money. What does that mean? So we've got a guy um, right now, uh, Craig Peden. He works with me. He's doing an excellent job. He came over from Mississippi, just graduated from Mississippi State. Uh, and he, uh, he had an opportunity to take a higher-paying, somewhat corporate job um, doing an, – he's an accountant. Uh, so he could have been an accountant, made more money at his local hometown, um, you know, kind of done his thing for a little while, saved up money. He had a, a place there that he was staying at uh, for a good price. Uh, but he decided to do something that most people don't. He decided to pack up and leave, drive three hours away, uh, move into a town that he knows nobody in except his boss, uh, and, and start a job that he really doesn't even know what the details are on. Now, that sounds pretty scary. Now, we had had discussions before about what we're trying to create, uh, but the thing that impressed me on that is he, he took less money. He took a risk to step out because he believed that he could gain valuable insight. And just like I told him, you can always be an accountant, but to have the opportunity to run a real estate company, um, flip houses, do this, do that, uh, you're not going to get that very often, especially uh, with somebody that can fund it and can help you. So he stepped out. He said, I'm going to take less money. I'm going to do work that I've never done before in order to grow. Take the mentor over the money, especially early on. If you can find somebody that will pour their knowledge into you, um, help them grow their business. Help them any way that you can, because at the end of the day, the insight that you're getting from them is going to be so much more valuable long term, uh, not just on a resume, but life wise starting businesses or whatever skill set that you're moving into, take the mentor over the money. Find people that are doing what you're doing. Because if we mapped out what and defined what success is, when we mapped out how to get there and we mapped out what skills we need to have, now I need to go in and say, how can I learn this stuff? Because just like I asked, oh, it's about once a year. I said, if you could work for Nick Saban or free for one football season, would you do that? And I get mixed answers on it every time. Uh, you have folks that think like I do that say, absolutely, I would learn everything I could from him because just because I'm not going to be a football coach doesn't mean I can't learn from his processes, his systems, the way he leads, the way he motivates. I would I would pay to do that, not just free. I would pay to do it. So And, and people do that all the time. I mean, it's business coaching and things like that, but to have that access. And then you have the other side that says, no, he has enough money. I, I'd make him pay me. I well, what are you really adding besides a body to him? Uh, you're not. So having the opportunity to, to shadow him would, would be incredible. If your skill sets are so good that you bring value to Coach Nick Saban, I, I'll tell you, you're doing something right. And, yes, you need he needs to pay you. But rarely are you going to find somebody that's going to add value day in and day out to 
somebody that's performing at a high level like that. You may be able to provide some some valuable information to them, one-time thing, but three, four, six months following him around, I'd be wore out. I know that, but I would also learn so much in the way he communicates, the way he plans, all of that. So take the mentor over the money early on. Uh, just just think about the value it's going to bring you for the rest of your life. It's going to pay dividends for the rest of your life. So I hope you've enjoyed the show today. We want to recap. Everyone can be successful. You have to define what success is. You have to research and learn, and then you have to execute. Small steps are still steps, but you've got to take small steps to create momentum. And then we're talking about the corporate example. What does that mean? We have these folks that come in to corporate settings. They're just out of college. They have tons of potential. They learn every part of the business in order to lead the business. They don't specialize in one area that they're really good at or work on one area that they're really bad at. They know all of it and they piece it together. And then when they need specialists, they call on those specialists for the very fine tooth details. Uh, then we have build your foundation, add skills. You need to become more valuable any way that you can add value. And then at the end of the day, take the mentor over the money, especially early on. There's so many opportunities for folks to get into internships, to um, to shadow people, even to volunteer your time to get around folks that are doing it at a higher level and learn what they what they already know, what they've spent time and money learning. You can take even if that's for free. So I, I hope you guys have enjoyed the show. Please follow us on iHeartRadio. Please follow us on Spotify. I'm super excited about uh, what we're doing. We want to we want to be the light. We want to be uh, we want to be that that change that people are looking for. Um, there's so much negativity right now out in the world, and I want to provide some positive energy for everybody. Hope you guys have a great weekend. You can always hit me up at 256-708-1511. We'll help you get to a better place.